Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. What's up? I'm Mikey. <laughs> Hi. Hi. We're doing, uh, let's see, it's episode 157, so this is Woo-hoo. kind of insane that we're this far. And I have to say, we're doing U-Turn from 97, directed by Oliver Stone. I picked this. I had not seen it. Have you seen it? You hadn't either. No, this is my my first and only watch. I mean, yeah, this was kind of bad, but like bad enough that I still have a lot to say about it. And the end like really shocked me. I didn't see that coming. It honestly didn't shock me. It didn't? No. It it kind of was like, I didn't think it was going to end like that. I actually really thought she was going to get away. And I was like kind of hopeful that she was going to just like throw him off the cliff and then just like run away like total Tarantino (laughs) style. But then like she didn't have the key and I was like, oh shit, man, you're so fucking stupid. I was like, this is dumb. Well, so here's the thing too, is that like, I mean, yes. Spoiler Um, alert, we just like told you um, the end of the movie. (laughs) Here's the thing too, like this is based off a book, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The book, I can't, I didn't write it down. Stray Dogs. Thank you. Um, so the synopsis of the book, basically, I read it on in an article was just like, blah, 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 guy, uh, and guys never heard from again. So I'm like, yeah, okay, it's like a drifter like, or something that kind of ruined the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was like a drifter, I guess. Also, I, I thought it was like based on a true story where like some drifter went into some town in like the well, Southwest and like never quote, came back quote-unquote sort of is based on a true story which inspired the book which inspired the movie so yeah yeah so it's like still kind like i guess it's a reimagining of like what possibly could he ha- could have happened to this guy who like blew into this town and then never was heard from life imitating art imitating <laughs> <laughs> it's true it all comes back to scream even Everything. though this was 97 right had that had that one come out yet? That was the second the one, first, right? The first screen came out in 95. Oh, 96. 96 or, oh, before sorry. this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So possibly, but probably was filming around. And then the, the same second time. one came out in 98. I think 97. I think it came out the next oh, year. Oh, I think wow. it was like, this is a hit. We're making this now. It's I'm so pretty sure they like we, did it right away. We did the podcast like a long time ago and I can't remember. <laughs> oh, so long ago. I think Scream 2 is 97. Yeah. And I want to say. Or just celebrated its anniversary yesterday. Scream four. Yeah, I think for what, like ten years. Ten years, yeah. Oh God, no wait, it's got to be more than ten. Scream four was like a fuck ton ago. Oh, and no, then, twenty twenty eleven. So it's been like twenty two or twelve years since Scream and then, four. Side, side note, uh, continuing the Scream rant for a second. Um, <laughs> Nev Campbell, who you know the the new people that took over the franchise didn't mm-hmm. pay wouldn't pay her enough so that's why she's not continuing with it mm-hmm. um, but she's in a new peacock original um twist it's called twisted metal from the game oh the video game the one with yeah. falcon yeah uh, yeah anthony mackie so mm-hmm. they're they're both in this like tv show oh, oh okay so it's I, I kind of want to see it, but I kind of don't because I'm just like, I, I saw a preview for it last night. And I'm like, okay, so Nev Campbell can star in this. <laughs> but, well, I guess it's this is not like what she's known for. This is like yeah, a totally new series, which could but, flop. Yeah. But I mean, Scream, it's like, you know, people are going to come see it if I'm in it. Like, you know, it's going to people are going to want to see her in it. But the, the thing is, it's a horror movie. Like, you can't keep the same people in it. That's true. Like, you know, even like Gail, you know, like, it's like, you know, we have to eventually like we got rid of Dewey, like we have to get rid of like the main cast eventually. That's true. And, and then, like, season seven already got greenlit. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, that is. But oh God, it's this is weird. I mean, how I you know how I saw this movie or I didn't really see it, but I would see commercials and like TV spots for it all the time mm-hmm. watching MTV in like the 90s. Well, and it just it reminds me of that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, I don't I don't remember this being in the theater at all. I but mean, I remember it probably was. Trailer. I remember. Oh, I'm sure it was. But I, I remember seeing the trailer. I remember seeing TV spots for it. But, um weird. <laughs> and then uh, you know i mean it's it's 
and this is what allured you, allured you right was the this the uh cast yeah i mean it's got a great cast i have to yeah. say for as weird as the story is it has a really great cast like sean penn and jennifer lopez lopez john Nick Boyd, nolte billy bob thornton uh powers <laughs> booth joaquin phoenix claire danes um laurie medcalf for like five seconds and billy's uh, mother <laughs> billy's mother and then Liv tyler with no uh um script yeah she's just a cameo yeah which was cute that was cool yeah i was like oh my god is that Liv tyler <laughs> and then john voight is that like blind native american guy that i was like wait is he actually native american and they didn't show him and then i was like oh my god it's john motherfucking Voight. <laughs> I think he was my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, he like lied constantly. First he said like Vietnam took his eyes and then he was like, it was this man because I messed with his wife or his daughter or something. And then, and then, then like, the whole thing like creeped me out because it was alive and then it was dead and then it was alive. Yeah, I was like, was that the same dog that it, was just it, supposed yeah, to be kind totally of dead? Right. which is kind of dead i was like wait i thought this dog was dead and he just like let it there and at the end he's like come on let's go it's like okay, what? And here's the thing i saw this fucking sober and you took a gummy i took so... a fucking gummy this afternoon and i was like let me watch this weirdo thing oh yeah full disclosure i i'm glad i did because i don't even know if i saw it completely sober if it would make that much of a difference because it was just like it was like a bad natural born killers, but there was only like one guy and there wasn't like a story at all. Like natural born killers was like, they're on the run. And like, we're the whole thing is like this comment on media. I'm only using natural born killers because Oliver Stone. And we also have the same cinematographer who mm-hmm. did it robert richardson who's like the dopest cinematographer super cool but you could tell tarantino didn't write this fucking script because it's not tight no. at all no. <laughs> it's like what the story i think it just wasn't the story wasn't written that well mm-hmm. i feel like the story is cool though like the idea of like guy goes into town he owes money you know it's kind of like an old school like you know story we've heard before Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's just bits of the story that just made no sense and it just didn't help when you've got such a great cast. I'm like, come on, you know, like the cast <laughs> is great. Like, why is the story kind of weird? Although it is weird seeing like Claire Danes and Joaquin. Like, it's just so weird. <laughs> like, you're just like, what is this? Hopefully that will never, ever be paired again. <laughs> oh, no, I think they'd be I think they'd be good together. It's just also funny seeing Joaquin as like John, little bootleg Johnny Cash before he actually plays Johnny Cash. Yeah. And like yeah. 10 years later, I'm listening to like Walk the Line or no, Ring of Fire, like playing, um, outside that that booth and i was like is this intentional is he like actually a massive johnny cash fan i think he is yeah i was like i this is so funny and then of course his name being like tnt i think he was like my standout was walking and he was just so ridiculous and same with claire danes like her outfit i thought was just like so insane (laughs) stupid in this i love it yeah she's so dumb i'm like how did she like get this like this is really strange um this also just has one of those I think in the 90s, we've done some films here that if I love a road movie, like we just did E2 Mama Tambien on Patreon, sign up for the Patreon, by the way. Yeah, fucking dope movie. I love a road movie in the summer. I feel like it's just the perfect time for like road trips and like day trips or even overnight. And we've done so many. This one kind of reminds me of California, which we did a long time ago um, with like Brad Pitt and David Duchovny and like Juliette Lewis. Have you seen California? the tv show no the movie california with a k where brad pitt's like this crazy serial killer from like the early 90s oh shit you have to watch it it's really fucked like it's brad pitt like you've never ever seen him before and he did it after thelma louise because he didn't want to be known as like that heartthrob so he plays this like really scary like hillbilly like rapist and murderer and juliette lewis is his girlfriend and they kind of like go on this weird road trip with these two other people and it's like it kind of is filmed like this it's really gritty i think it was directed by the guy who did the first fast and furious okay Uh, i think his name was like dominic something but yeah it's like a really gritty movie this also reminded me of like david fincher's movies like the way that it's shot and the way that it's all film and it's done on this like weird film stock and like those weird like cuts 
like Oliver Stone does that, those weird cuts that happen all the time, like close-ups of their mouth. And then it's like the road. And then it's like all done in this weird color, which I think that helped the movie too, was that it looked really cool. Um, yeah. And it looked really hot and everything, but like the grittiness mm-hmm. and the, the mundane colors and everything. Yeah. yeah. It just really put you in this town. I feel like mm-hmm. it really put you in this and it's hot and he's drinking soda. Like he's not drinking water. So, you know, you're still like super dehydrated walking around wearing that fucking like suit. I was like, he must be sweating. Yeah. <laughs> like walking around this town. <laughs> um, this premiered October 3rd, 1997. So it was like a fall film. And also, remember that movie Highway, which we're going to do right. um, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Jared yeah. Leto? Yeah. <laughs> it's like really bad. Okay. Um, but that's another like road movie. I, I actually want to make a post of all the road movies because I love them, like Fear and Loathing, Thelma and Louise. Like, I love how they're all different, but the same at the same time. Yeah, like they could all live in the same universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of like either you're like self-discovery or you're like running from the law or you like owe someone money. Like there's always some kind of like weird nefarious way where you have to like get out of town. It's always out West cause it's so like expansive, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. But yeah, um, I have to say Robert Richardson as, as cinematographer, he's won three Oscars for the aviator Hugo and RFK or JFK, but he's been nominated like a fuck ton of times. Like he works with Tarantino. He did like the kill bills once upon a time in Hollywood. Like he just does everything really fucking cool. So oh, cool. Shout out to Robert Richardson. I still need to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What? You didn't see that? Oh, shit. It's so good. It's kind of long, but I mean, most of Tarantino's movies are, but Uh, it's Mm -hmm. good, though. Oh, yeah. You'd like it. I think it was really funny. I think Brad Pitt and Leo made a really good, like, on screen duo. Yeah. Um, So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And Margot Robbie, I mean, she's everywhere now, as she should be, because she's great. But, um, but yeah, she's in. She's like, uh, what do you call it? Sharon Tate. Mm. It's really cool. Uh, cool. All right. So no more first impressions because we don't really have any, you know, other ones because this is our first time. So behind the scenes, what did you dig up? So I've got like seven, no, eight things, eight things, but they're they're short. And okay, they cool. Kind of be found on like IMDb. Oh but, yeah, same. Uh, but uh, my first one was uh, when Jennifer Lopez's character Grace. Um, flashes back at the end of the film where we see lots of photographs of her as a child. They're actually um, real photos of her. I know, it's so cute. Um, herself as a child, yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, she's she's adorable little kid. I know, uh, yeah, she two, is. Uh, my second one is the town of Superior, Arizona, which this takes place, actually exists. Oh, and, really? Um, so it, it was actually filmed in Superior, Arizona and has also... Um, parts were filmed in um or superior arizona where they filmed the prophecy Um, oh okay i don't think i saw that movie um this also side note make made me realize that i will never go to arizona (laughs) why because of this movie because of this this movie i i have realized that i that is not a place where i want to go (laughs) <laughs> oh why not i've been to arizona i've been to the grand canyon so the grand canyon's cool i mean i've been to the grand canyon like when yeah I that's there. cool but yeah oh, that's, so they have no desire to go otherwise i have no desire to like lounge around and yeah no <laughs> i have to say the desert is a really weird place and i spent i don't want to say i spent i don't it sounds really like lame for me to say like i spent time in the desert but <laughs> but like i but live when i lived on the west coast i spent you know, more times than not, more mm. than I spend time in the mountains here, let's put it that way. Like, uh, we're about the same distance away. I could go, like, hang out in the mountains and just hang out somewhere. And it has a different vibe. But the desert has a very weird vibe because it's really quiet, especially when you're out in the middle of it. And then even when you're driving, because I drove to California to move, but it has a very strange vibe. And this kind of town totally exists and I had a really strange kind of experience being there. Like it just has a different vibe. It's like hard to explain. So it is, it really is a great breeding ground for movies like this because there are like weird things that happen. Like you kind of have mirages because it's so hot and you see out in the distance and you're kind of like, am I seeing someone? Like, is this really happening? It's, 
is this all a big heat stroke dream? Like, you know, we, we don't even really know because it's just so wild. And I love that he says in the in the movie, like at the diner, where he's like, "Is everyone in this town on drugs?" <laughs> like, that's kind of sort of what it feels like. I feel like when you go to those random cafes out in the middle of nowhere, like out west, you're just like, "What the fuck is this? This is weird." <laughs> um, another one. Oh yeah, another one was we we were just talking about it. The role of Grace was originally intended for Sharon Stone. Oh, weird. But, uh, salary negotiations fell through, quote unquote. Yeah, she was like, this script sucks. I want some money. <laughs> pretty pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, Sean Penn had originally turned down the role due to schedule conflicts, and then it was going to go to Bill Paxton, from tw- the guy from Twister. Um, <laughs> and Big Love. I always think of him from and Big, Big Love. love. Yeah. But a- about a week before filming, Paxton backed out. Fortunately, Penn had become available again. What do you think it would have been like if Bill Paxton was the lead? I can't see it at all. Yeah, I, I really, guess I've never seen him. It wasn't he in really, like Alien. Was that Alien he was in in the second he one? Is oh, he in Alien? Is it he an Alien? God, I'm like, I, I don't know why. I just yeah, think he he was. But yeah, um, I I did have this note actually. It was a uh, loose, loosely inspired by a true event that took place in the early 1980s, <clears throat> where a drifter, like you said. Um, Sean Penn's character passed through a remote southwestern road stop only to never be heard from again. That's crazy. Right? And you know that shit happens. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that at the end where, like, they just, like, dump those bodies, like, in the middle of the desert and they're, I think, like, uh, Grace is just like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, the vultures and stuff will get them. Like, Mm -hmm. we'll get him, so, like, it doesn't matter. Like, we'll be long gone. I was like, shit, it's probably so... Unless someone's looking for them... Like, yeah. if it's been so long, then, like, maybe not. It's kind of... Oh, yeah. yeah it's really wild. Yeah, it's a horrible way. Um, John Voight's character was originally uh, penned for Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando? Was he still acting right. in 97? I, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I wonder. Um, but realistically, because he's on the not white side, <laughs> it made sense for John Voight to be in it. Oh, okay. It was a Navajo character. Yeah, why is John Voight in it? Is he Navajo? I think so. Oh, or, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, and side note, Bill Paxton was an aliens, so he was in the second oh, he one. was an alien. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, I remember him being in one of those aliens. I've only seen the first two. So, and yeah. then, originally, Sean Penn's character was going to go to Tom Cruise. Isn't that weird that he offered it to Tom Cruise? But Tom yeah. was like, no. And then, and then he said no. <laughs> So like, him and Sharon this. Stone were very smart. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was him and Sharon Stone? Have in they ever multi- been in a movie together? In a multiverse? Oh, them two? No. I don't think no, so. No, right? They haven't been in a movie together. They need to. I don't know about now. I feel like in the 80s probably would have been the time. Yeah. For them and to then- do something. I don't think... He does, like, weird stuff now. Well. <laughs> he just says uh, Mission yeah. Impossible. <laughs> She'd have to be in Mission Impossible somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a... Um, and then my last note was uh, this was shot in 42 days. Yeah, that's kind of long. I think most shoots are kind of like an hour, an hour, a month. Really? <laughs> yeah, like usually the movies I see are filmed in like 32 days. Although I, I don't know the average time that it takes, but I've just been doing some of these movies. It's been I mean, like I guess, 35. I guess, like, I guess movies like this where it doesn't, where there's not a lot of story. There's not a lot of like CGI needed. There's not a lot of a lot <laughs> no yeah i mean I, it, it just feels weird too that it's you know what i think this movie may have benefited if it was more improvised mm-hmm. i think maybe like the script was kind of bad if you had like if you had them like having a loose scene and kind of be like okay this is your motivation and like this is what you're doing and like okay go almost like scorsese does um you know like okay go and like i feel because all these actors are really um capable it's not like they're bad actors and this is horrible i think j-lo if it was improvised i think wouldn't have been a good match because i don't think she was experienced enough at the time i don't know if she can improvise mm-hmm. but if they had someone else like you know who'd be perfect in this movie but she's like she was a little too young at the time because i don't think but the energy of this character and this actress i think faith from buffy would have been fucking dope for sure. As Grace, if she was like that age in 1997. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, she just has that energy, that like faith energy. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, faith. 
I think. Yeah, the faith energy. Um, cool. That's all you have? Yeah, you. All right, sweet. All right, so my main ones. IMDb gives it a 6.7 out of 10. Low, but expected. I'm not that shocked. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 59, which is pretty low. Audience, 62. What would you give this out of a 100% on the tomato scale? Uh, Honestly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell me honestly. 45. <laughs> Ooh, 45. Wow. I was going to say about a 65. Really? Yeah, I would say a little bit higher because I did like the visual aspect of it. I thought oh, it looked cool. really cool, which yeah. I have to say, at least it wasn't boring to look at. Yeah. Like, I think if the if it was just filmed in a very flat way, like it wasn't Oliver Stone and it was like some random director, then I feel like I would have probably been like, hey, Mike, like, no. Like, I don't want to do this movie. <laughs> I think, like, and we'll we'll get there, I guess, later with favorite scenes and whatnot. But, like, if it weren't for Sean Penn's character and what's his name? The card dealer dude. Um, Daryl? The card dealer? The, I mean, oh, not- Daryl, the mechanic. Mechanic. Yeah, 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 Billy Bob. I think if it wasn't for those scenes, mm-hmm. because those kind of kept me interested because they were funny. Yeah, um, they were funny. Then I would, then I would have been like, no. <laughs> yeah, well, there have been a few films here that we that I've given to you, and then I've been like, hey, let's do this, and you're, and yeah. then you're like, twenty minutes in, and you're like, no. And yeah. I was like, oh, really? No, it's totally cool because it's one thing to like a film and it's one thing to have to like it and then be like i don't have a comment i don't think i could talk for an hour on this movie because i just don't have much besides like i can't get over it but Mm -hmm. we will do it 11 to 45 is one of those movies that not with you i won't do it because you didn't like it but i will do it because i really like that movie which one um 11 to 45 with like renee zellweger i think you started it but you were like nah um have you seen a lifeless ordinary the one with cameron diaz and ewan mcgregor it's danny boyle Time ago. We should do that one. That one's kind of cool. Okay. Sure. Um, that one's really yeah. It's like an, I'm trying to think that I just did E2 Mama, so I'm thinking of another like road movie. It's kind of like a roadblock since it's the summer. Um, yeah. I do want to do Wet Hot American Summer for Patreon though. Yes. I, oh, do you want to do that with me? Sure. Fuck yeah. Okay. We oh. still did do Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. I mean, I haven't either. I probably have to rent it. I should buy it though because I fucking love. Uh, what hot american summers mm-hmm. it's like so it's really funny. funny it's so funny um okay so the budget for this was 19 million so i think they were banking on this cast and oliver mm-hmm. stone which they probably paid yeah. a shit ton and like all this and it literally only made 6.6 million oh i mean like what was it cisco and you were given like a star and a half yeah like it was bad like this movie was really really panned i don't think it's as bad as everyone says but i guess for the 90s time and for like the big budgets that they put into films this was more of like an indie project and it probably was a big budget that they were expecting like big numbers from because 20 million is kind of a lot a lot for them to put into this kind of movie um (laughs) for them to not get great you know great reviews but i think it looked great which i think is kind of a big part of some movies is that they look really cool. So it has a natural born killers vibe, but not Tarantino's script. Oh, right. Like no. we can have him rewrite this. I feel like we may have a movie here, but <laughs> no shade, but shade um, to John Ridley. But nah, that script was not it. My dude, <laughs> not <laughs> it. My dude. Yeah, no. Um, so another thing I have, because I have most of yours, Sean Penn and Oliver Stone uh, clash during the filming of this. Which yeah. I can see because I feel like Sean Penn allegedly is kind of difficult to uh, yeah I can see maintain that. I guess you could say on his set I feel like he's I mean he's just one of those like old school celebrity stars that I feel like was at one of those weird moments like the Madonna era like the kind yeah. of like he had like a bit of a '80s Johnny Depp thing where he was like in trouble for like bad shit. Mm. a lot and he was kind of seen as like the hollywood bad guy but he was a really good actor and what do we do with this um and then he kind of like fell off for a while and then he was like gone and then he came back and like won for mystic river and one for like milk and he was like hey i'm actually a really good actor and then now i think he's like on the off the rails train again i love milk oh my god that was such oh a good so movie. did i yeah so good yeah i saw that in the theater mm-hmm. so so good yeah i mean i'll definitely do that for patreon we have a whole bunch of movies to do for patreon like after 2000 it's kind of nuts but um but yeah so i feel like he this was during his like kind of flop era 
I want to say, I don't know what else he'd done in like the mid nineties, but he was like an eighties guy, like with Tom Cruise. I think Mm -hmm. they're like around the same age. So they were like in those kind of, you know, fast times at Ridgemont high. Like, you know, he was like on his, his shit in the eighties, but yeah, this is kind of like a weird one for him to do, but I can see them clashing. I think they both have like strong personalities. So I can totally see that. Mm -hmm. Um, we already talked about how this was loosely inspired by this true event. Do we, we don't find out like the person's name or anything like what, like who the drifter was. Yeah, no. Right. Uh, I didn't find any. It just said loosely based on like an event. So yeah, I was like, Oh, that sucks. Um, we talked about Liz cameo with her little cameo, Liz Tyler (laughs) cameo, not live. Uh, I'm like still coming down off the edible. I'm still coming down off the edible. I'm like, not like the, whoa. Okay. I was like, I'm seeing like eight, eight words running together. Um, yeah, we talked about Liv Tyler already. Um, also my last note was that this was shot with a bunch of different lenses and random film stock. So that's why Mm -hmm. it looks as me as a photo nerd and film nerd. I just thought it looked really cool. Cool. All right. So let's move on to fashion. Beatrix Aruna Pastor, she's Hungarian, I believe, so I don't know if I pronounced that right, but she did the costume. She also did the costumes for Alfie, that really funny movie with Jude Law. <laughs> so did I. I like that movie. It was really cool. Um, that's during the era that I met him. I met him on the set of that movie, me and my friend Emma. God. I have to say, anyone out there, if you ever have seen Jude Law in real life, he's like a hologram. Like, he's, like, too hot for real life. It's like, mm. how is this person real? It's kind of nuts. <laughs> um, she also did the costumes for Vanity Fair, which is another great movie with Reese Witherspoon, okay. To Die For, another fucking great movie with Nicole Kidman and Joaquin Phoenix, and then Drugstore Cowboy, which is another Gus Van Sant movie with, like, Matt Dillon, which we have to do. That's from, like, the 80s, I think. Late 80s. But she's really cool. So what did you think about the fashion? So I only had, like, two notes. No, okay. Um, no, I don't care. I it wasn't more. really a fashion. What? Yes, it was. I mean, okay. I think so. so. I, I like, like, I, I really like Claire Danes' shirt. It does this remind you of Spun? It really does. Yeah. Like, but like a not as crazy cool as Spun. Spun was another like weirdo yeah. movie that could have gone left, but oh yeah, for sure. That was filmed really fucking cool, and the script was like out of control. But I feel like Claire Danes reminds me of Brittany Murphy, like her style, the acid wash <laughs> jeans, the weird shirt. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It says "Don't bug me," and it has like all these ladybugs on it. So cool. And um, <laughs> and then. I had a, it's a statement, but it's also a question. Does Joaquin's hair count as a fashion note? Because I wrote it down. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I wrote it down. I loved his hair. It was so quaffed. He's so hot. <laughs> My God. He really is. I just love him. It, even like the older Joaquin now, he's still. Oh yeah. I, I will take Joaquin like anyway. Uh, I will take him like, even when he's kind of tubby, like I love Joaquin Phoenix. Love him. It took me a while to really appreciate him oh i think it did right i've always been on the joaquin train just like the keanu train i've never left that one the ryan gosling train i've always been on thank the fucking lord we can stop talking about la la land because that was awful and everyone knows it it wasn't okay it wasn't as this is what i'm gonna say oh no don't tell me you like um, it no 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 no. well i'm i'm mid because i liked it when i saw it in the theater right but it wasn't something a that I would see over and over again, like by choice. Okay. B. It was a musical, right? So it wasn't, and I like musicals, but it's nothing that I would listen to. Yeah. Okay. The songs over yeah. and over again, like the songs, um, or like if I was trying to go on Broadway, it's not like something I'd pick out of a hat and be like auditioning to, you know? Okay. So saying that, it was a good movie for my f- one and done. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I get it. It's a spectacle. Um, it's good. To, it's visually like really crazy. Visually, visually it was amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I saw it. I conquered. I'm done. You know? Okay. Now you don't feel that way, and I know we're not going to say any spoilers because this is coming out in like two days. So some people still haven't seen Barbie, but I don't know if that makes me a bad woman. But I was just looking forward to seeing 
Ken, Ryan Gosling's Ken the entire no, it doesn't, time. It, doesn't. it was. I it was, was just like, I want to see Ken because he's like it. Like I love Ryan Gosling and I love that his funny side comes out in a movie and he's not really serious yeah. like he always is. I have to see the good guys because I don't like Russell Crowe, but I'm gonna put aside my like dislike for him because apparently he's yeah. really really funny in the good guys i think it's called the good guys. I, I never got on his train either oh i'm i've been on that train for like murder <laughs> by numbers when he was like dating sandra bullock i was like girl get it <laughs> like he's like 21 I mean, was and she was like 35 movie. hmm that was a good movie and the notebook you weren't on the gosling train during the notebook when like the rest of the world was we're not friends <laughs> <laughs> oh no i mean i i did like the notebook i i did i was not one of those people that made it my personality but i did oh, yeah. like it the book is trash i have to say nicholas is really? a trash ass writer yeah i think so i thought the movie was great his books are like just not great they're they're just yeah the movies are always better his books nicholas are. sparks yeah uh, nicholas sparks yeah the writer that's another movie that's like a one and done for me oh the but- notebook yeah i haven't I, watched it in years i do own it on dvd but i haven't watched it in years. really oh yeah i have so many dvds because i bought it back in the day when there was no instant watch so like if i ever wanted to watch the notebook again i'd have to buy it so i just kept it i mean i just didn't get rid of it but yeah i have it i just don't i mean i i like it it's a great story it's a romantic story i loved it when it was out but it's not something that i've ever like really rewatched and rewatched. you know like it's good but it's not like I'm- romeo and Juliet. What is it? I'm just a a boy standing in front of a girl. <laughs> no, a, I don't know. What is that from? Isn't that from the Notebook? No, that's from God. What is that? Oh, oh that's my friend's wedding. Never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, that's not from the Notebook. I was like, no, but it is from something. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's one of those like earlier movies. Never mind. That's <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts. Don't talk to me about Julia Roberts. <gasps> Oh, yeah, sorry. No, blasphemous. She belongs in the Wes Anderson pile. No. Ain't <laughs> no. I know. Where the fuck's my soundboard? I I I totally missed that one. I Wrong I am one. I am not not it for for San for not for Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock a little bit too. I mean, I don't really like her new stuff. Sandra Bullock, shut up. <laughs> I mean, her new stuff. I was just talking about this, but yeah, I. Her new stuff I'm not a fan of, but Julia Roberts. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, not, moving on. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. Um, so yeah, okay. So keep going with fashion since you didn't have many notes. No, those are those are my two notes. I didn't really find anything like outstanding, you know? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't think anything was outstanding, but I just had notes on it that I like. No, 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 go ahead, please. Okay, I... so Grace in that orange dress. I mean, I wish okay, I looked was... like that in that fucking dress because I would wear it. I think it looked great. She also had these really cool, like, white slip-on heeled mules that looked like the candies that were really big at the time. I thought that was really cool. And then the gold necklace that she had on that had, like, three different charms. I was trying to figure out what the charms were, but I couldn't... Mm. Like, they would stop and then cut really fast. But I thought that was cool. And she had this white fringe bag, like her purse, which I I thought was neat. Her her jacket. Oh, at the end? Fuck yeah. That really cool, like, red. It looks like a skirt or, like, a dress, but it has, like, little prints on it Mm. that are green. Yeah, and she has that really awesome fringe jacket at the end. Mm. That was dope. She, I love her sunglasses that she has on, too, in the Jeep when she's driving. Mm. Um, When he, like, puts the curtain rods in the the car and stuff, and then she's, like, driving to their house. I love that. Bobby, I like the I like his dark aviators, his black aviator, Sean Penn's character. I do like his blue shirt. I like that he was in blue and white and he was in that blue for a while because he has those blue eyes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that really balanced it out. But that fucking sport jacket he had on for a while, I was like, man, it is sweating. This is like a hundred degrees <laughs> out here. Like it's too much. Here I got you all hot and sweaty. (laughs) I know, right? I was like, is there air conditioning in here or what? (laughs) Like you're in the middle of the fucking desert. It's nuts. Um, Tommy, who is Joaquin, I love his like Johnny Cash bootleg, like Western shirt, black pants, the TNT shaved in the back of the head, like with the pompadour in the front. I thought Mm -hmm. it was really cool. It just seems very Joaquin that they'd be like, okay, we need to shave your head. And he'd be like, yeah, okay, do it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like he would totally be like, yeah, I'll do it. That's cool. When some people I don't think would have. Uh, Jenny. What? Oh, what? I was like, you don't even know what you're fighting for. I'm fighting for her honor. <laughs> I know. And he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> it's not over, bitch. 
I was talking. I was uh, was telling telling you off air that I was doing the Melrose Place uh, pilot. I was recording it for Patreon. It's gonna be out soon. And then uh, I was like texting Charles because he's like picking other episodes for me to watch. And then I was like, oh, okay, this guy's a doctor. And then I like text him like, he's a man. He's a god. He's a doctor. And then Charles just texts back over here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot that's what he says. <laughs> so the first wise club. If anyone out there is not, we have covered it a long time ago. If you have not watched it, pause this podcast right fucking now and go watch First Wise Club and then come back come back to this because this is all just bullshit. Because First Wise Club is like required viewing as a human. <laughs> it really is. Oh, yes. Um also I love Claire Dane's floral barrette she has in her hair. She has like these weird flower barrettes, which I think are really cool. And the acid wash like skirt that's really tight. Mm-hmm. She just looks a mess. I kind of <laughs> love it. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> this is messy. <laughs> yeah, from Romeo and Juliet to this. <laughs> this is like quite a quite a trajectory we're going on. Oh, and yeah. from my so-called life. Um, I also love, yeah, oh, Grace's like black dress at the end. I think it's like a negligee when she's at home. When they like have that weird, like home invasion shootout axe <laughs> situation. <laughs> situation, yeah. Yeah, like that outfit that she has on is really cool. It's black. It's cool. And we oh. talked about the last one, yeah. And I like it. He has like a white shirt at the end, Bobby, when he like steals the money mm-hmm. when he's changed. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's all I have for fashion. I mean, you know, somewhat. Hey, it was better than mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had some things I liked. It wasn't revolutionary, but I guess I just I liked it because it stood out. No, um, okay, music. What did um, you find? There were a few like cool songs in here. There was a few one, and then like repeated throughout the movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good day by Peggy Lee. It's uh, a good day. Movie and ends the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good day. I love that song. I love Peggy Lee. Anyway, that's yeah, um, cool another artist gloria lynn she was repeated twice um but also had like two different songs on there um one was i wish you love and then speaking of happiness which was repeated um ring of fire johnny cash repeated twice in the movie um mm-hmm. and then patsy klein you cheating heart mm-hmm. um that's all i have that is all the songs. It actually is a CD available on like Amazon. So it came out as an actual CD, the soundtrack and all those oh, songs yeah. are on it. Plus the back half is like all the instrumentals, which I thought was cool. The like Western kind of like harmonica music that you would get as like oh, score. Yeah. Oh, like when, when he was in the car in the, in the beginning and he's mm-hmm. like the radio. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like all that stuff is really, really cool. I I like right. that. And then, mm-hmm. So that's on the soundtrack, which I thought was really neat. Uh, what is the song when the grocery store is being robbed? I didn't have my phone nearby, so I couldn't Shazam it. I thought I did. Um, I, I think that was the, Gloria, the yeah the Gloria Lynn song. Um, oh okay. Uh, uh, what did I say? Yeah, Gloria. Is it the first one? I, I wish you love. I wish yeah. you love. Okay, yeah, I really like the soundtrack. I thought it was actually really good, and maybe because a lot of them are like really. Um, you know, like famous, well-to-do, like kind of classic country stars. Maybe that's what made the budget high. Maybe to get two Johnny Cash songs, it was expensive. To yeah. get like Patsy Cline, Peggy Lee, like so that stuff costs money. And then I know it's not the same actress, but it looks like her. So the little short lady that's in the grocery store reminded me of um, the maid in Clueless. I think she is. Is she? I think so. That's what I thought. What's her name? Because I couldn't find her name on the um. Me neither. Yeah, the casting. Yeah, I think it is her. I, I honestly I think it's her. Shit, let me see if I can find her. I see boy in grocery store. Jenny. No, it's not the short order cook. Yeah, who is yeah, it? It is that's her. Is it? Is it Aida? Yes, that's it her. It is her. Oh my god, she's in First Wives Club. <gasps> Doesn't she, she play? Is. Um, she plays <laughs> Cynthia's. <laughs> Cynthia's. Oh my god, that's where she gives her the pearls. Mm-hmm. This was the last thing she did. Wow. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't act anymore. Or or maybe she's dead? No, don't say that. Sorry. I'm I didn't mean go- that in a bad way. I'm going to Google. It doesn't say, actually. Wow. That's yeah. Even crazier. <laughs> That's even crazier. Yeah, maybe yeah. she, like, changed her name and, like, moved and took a road trip to, like, Canada. 
She's like, I was not in any of these films. What are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? Change my name. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. She could have done that. Change her identity. I have the same ones written down. Like, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I really like the soundtrack. I thought it was fun. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure it's on, like, Spotify somewhere. Oh, for sure. I did like the soundtrack. Cool. Yeah, me too. It was it was cool. Um, all right. So favorite scenes and lines. What do you have? Do you have any? You don't, you like hated this movie. I'm sorry. No, um, I don't care. I, I think it's kind of funny. I like when things are kind of like not like we're just yeah. gushing over them the whole time. Able to muster up four. Four. Okay. Um, I just, I just, I, well, they're more quotes than anything. Okay. So, yeah. Even though I just saw this last night, I've kind of just disregarded the scenes in general. Okay. But, um, it's when uh, Grace says, I guess it's toward the end of the movie, where she says to Bobby, I don't want to go to Mexico, Bobby. I want I want to stay I want to stay with you. Don't you think I care about you? And Bobby's like, I think you're a lying, backstabbing psycho bitch. <laughs> and one day you'll kill me, but it's nice to know you care. <laughs> and then, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then when... Uh, I guess uh, you meet uh, Jenny, uh, who is Claire Danes, and Joaquin Phoenix's character in the cafe. Mm-hmm. And Jenny goes over to uh, to Bobby, and she's like, "You like Pat's Klein? I love her. I wonder how come she don't put out new, uh, more more new records." And Bobby goes, "Because she's dead." And Jenny's like, "Oh, that's sad. Don't that make you sad?" And Bobby's like, "I've had time to get over it." <laughs> I don't know. That just made me really laugh. That is um, really funny. My third one is, um, I guess this is John Voight. Um, he goes, "Your lies are old, but you tell them pretty good." Yeah, I mean, I think again, he does. I think it was like if I were to pick a favorite character, he was my favorite one. How was he? I think even if it were scripted, it sounded like they were ad libbed lines from him. Yeah, they did. You know what I mean? That's true. They did. Um, and then my fourth one is. I guess when Toby, I can't remember what scene this is, but when Toby, Joaquin Phoenix's character, he goes, you know who I am? Toby and Tucker. Everyone around here call me TNT. You know why? And Bobby's like, let's see. They're not very imaginative. <laughs> Toby goes, because I'm just like dynamite. And when I go off, somebody gets hurt. <laughs> He's just I'm like, clipping that scene for uh, Instagram and whatnot, because I couldn't figure out like what, what scene to do. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like he... I want a backstory on him. I know. I want a lot more on him. <laughs> I, you know, it's 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 weird. And then, like, he like totally disregards Claire Danes until the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just really funny how he keeps getting like Bobby keeps getting in these like precarious situations like with jenny and then like toby just happens to roll up <laughs> and he like already is like you're trying to get my girl and he's like no i'm not no i'm not and then the second time he sees him when they're like outside the house know, and he's, he's like, like what the really? fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like oh my god he's really not and he's like i'm not and he's like you know what i am i am trying to get your girl <laughs> i was like god tarantino where are you come in and write this motherfucking script <laughs> like you know so wasting all these actors i think and it was weird. And I know that's like part of the, I mean, that's most of the story sub, uh, not subplot, but plot. But I think it just, as I was watching this and not already feeling this movie, I just kept <laughs> feeling really bad for Sean's character because. Did you? Why? Because he just kept running into bad luck after, <laughs> yeah, the, next, after the next. And, it, and you know, who got the worst part of this movie was like the damn fucking cats. Oh, I know. He and like kicked both, that cat. I mean, he and he was the cause of both cats. Like uh-huh. the, first one, the first one he ran over and I mean that that cat, whoever the prop master was, <laughs> like tore that cat to shreds. And oh, I don't no. know that car did it. I think he was just, you know, being extra. Um <laughs> but then the the second one was kicked by Sean, uh, Sean Penn. Like, yeah. so I'm just like, I don't like cats. Cats are the devil. I'm so sorry, but to say that, but I'm not at the same time. Um, but fuck the humans. Like the cats got the worst part of this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they definitely did. You know, and then that damn dog. I still don't understand. I saw this movie, Cold Stone Sober, <laughs> and 
and I regret it. Um, I mean, being on an edible didn't make the like incest storyline any better either. <laughs> dog, John Voight's dog was dead as a doornail. That's what I thought. There's no explanation, even though he did say something like things aren't what they seem, basically. Um, where he takes the dog for a fucking walk and the dog is like alive and well. So I'm like, okay, what the hell? I happened? know that's what. I, yeah, I was like, wait, what? Well, I remember he did say, <laughs> he did say when um when Bobby was outside talking to him last, he was like, things are not as they seem. So I I I also figured that there was some kind of like weird like mystical energy too, almost like this town is like just too weird and like once you go in, like you don't come out, kind of I mean, thing. They were all fucking each other. They were probably all on drugs together. They were all stuck there. No one ever attempted to leave. Why? But literally, I mean, or or leave in death because, uh, what is it? Nick Nolte mm-hmm. uh, wanted Sean Penn to kill his wife. Mm-hmm. And then in turn, the other way around. <laughs> yeah. So they knew they weren't leaving alive, so they might as well leave dead. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Right. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think and, so. Oh, and Nick Nolte, like, I mean, the makeup job on him was amazing because he didn't did look he have like him. Makeup on? Oh well, I think well, he, he looked, looked like, like himself. Like huh? I think he looked like himself. Did he? I unless think it, so. I'm thinking about somebody else. <laughs> yeah, who are you thinking? I think it looked like him at the time. He was what in his oh, like thirties? Yeah, I mean, not now. Yeah, he looks different now, but. I think in his like thirties or like fo- early forties, that's what he looked like. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think he looked like pretty, pretty crazy. He also, um, like Nick Nolte's had like a really crazy, uh, like jail situation or like legal problems. He was arrested mm-hmm. in 1965 for selling counterfeit documents and giving a 45 year prison sentence. What in the hell? And then, but his sentence was suspended, and then. His felony conviction left him ineligible for military service, but then he felt like he needed to serve in the Vietnam War and that he always felt incomplete as a young man for not going to Vietnam, which was so interesting. And then he was also arrested in 2002 for drunk driving in Malibu, but he was under the influence of GHB, Mm. which is like the date rape drug. And he responded that he had been taking it for four years and I've never been raped. Um, that's what he said, which is crazy. Then in 2002, that later on that year, he pleaded no contest to driving under the influence. And then he had like a lot of like substance abuse issues. And then he stopped, started drinking again. But yeah, the 45-year prison sentence was kind of nuts for selling counterfeit documents. But mm. he had like a bad boy reputation. Him, Sean Penn. It's pretty much like one of those kind of like bad boy movies, kind of. Mm. Like It's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of strange, but... What are what are your favorites? Well, or- I love this is kind of weird and innocuous, but they don't do it anymore. I love opening credits. Um, which some movies don't have anymore. The Barbie one did, which I thought was cool. That the yeah. Barbie one actually had credits. Because a lot of movies these days don't. So I really liked the credits. I thought it was cool. And it felt very much like a David Fincher movie. Like if David Fincher was to go in the desert, it just felt like dark and like really contrasty and like dirty or gritty or like whatever you're in like scratches on the film the way the film the way the font was it looked like the seven font the font for the movie seven. Oh yeah mm-hmm. so like the those credits so i was like oh this looks like kind of crazy um this isn't really like a favorite scene but i love the interior of grace's house i actually do too i love the colors like the curtains like the furniture i just love that desert kind of like vacation home desert style it's like very vintagey and like weird it's hard to describe but i really liked it. i thought it was cool um my first favorite scene is the grocery store robbery um i thought that was really funny i did not expect for um <laughs> that woman at the grocery store to like pull out a fucking shotgun and shoot him and then the money just goes everywhere and gets like shredded in this like shotgun blast which i thought was really fucking nuts but also mm-hmm. kind of cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, and then just, I wrote, wait, so he's arguing over $150 for a radiator hose. Is that a lot? Like, I feel like that's not that much, but like, is that a lot? Like that, it's not like he asked for a thousand dollars. Right. Like that's what's kind of crazy. Um, and then of course, like we get the classic, like in the diner, which I'm going to clip that scene with like Claire Danes and Joaquin. And I like when he's just like, is everyone in this town on drugs? 
<laughs> like which is how I felt for most of the, as I was watching the movie I was just like that yes that it has to be it <laughs> like this has to be it it's yes. just like really funny um <laughs> yeah right like I just like I also like the kind of flip moment when like Jake kind of tells Bobby like all right this is what you have to do with Grace like you got to like take her out in the middle of nowhere we find out he like married her mom and like like kind of killed her in the canyon and kind of made her drunk and crazy and like kind of set up her death. So we kind of know this is like a dark film, you know, from the start, but I like how like she goes to the canyon with Bobby and then he like, like almost drops her and then he like flips the script and she's like, look, he's got the safe and like, we can get this money. So like, you know, let's do it. Also, that was a very awkward sex scene. And there was another, um, there was another note that said that like, Jennifer Lopez like cried to Oliver Stone to not have a topless scene yeah. um, in the movie. So that's good that she got what she wanted. Cause yeah, if she didn't want to have to do that, then she shouldn't have to, but um, it was an awkward scene. I don't think they had much chemistry like mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez and Sean Penn. I didn't yeah. really like see it. It definitely, it definitely didn't look like it at all. Yeah. Right. It didn't like really like go, it kind of just felt like forced a little bit. So mm-hmm. I think the casting just might have been off. I thought Jayla looked really cool, especially at that era in time. She had a really cool look and her hair is yeah. darker. Now it's really light, but we're not used to seeing her with her hair so dark. It wasn't like the cell. Do you remember the cell? I love that. Movie. Dude, well, I don't love it. It's I... just cool looking though. It's kind of like bad, but it's like cool yeah. looking though. Yeah. So that was like that era. Wasn't the cell like right after this? It's mm-hmm. like 98 or like 99. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of, I kind of like that. I thought that she just like looked really cool, but, um, we find out like he gets his bus ticket to Juarez, like 30 bucks and like manages to just scrape up a little bit to like, I need to get the fuck out of this town. Then he gets in that fucking fight with Toby, like outside and his like mm-hmm. ticket falls on the floor. And then Toby like finds it. He's like, you're not leaving here. You think you're going to Mexico? You're not going anywhere. I was like, this is psychotic. Joaquin is so psychotic. Like when he has to be, yeah, yeah. he's so quiet in real life. Like, I feel like he's so kind of chill unless he's like being funny, like with that documentary where he's like openly being, being funny but he's usually really chill but like when he has to be crazy he's like crazy <laughs> like he's just so crazy which is why he works so well for the joker and why did they make a second one uh, it, it looks <laughs> so fucking it looks so dumb no no it didn't need a second one that first one was fine it, 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 it could have been just a one and done it what could have been was... an email this could have been an email <laughs> oh so i was randomly i mean this is just random but um i was on my uh my hbo max or max app it's max my max, max. <laughs> streaming service and um apparently the cw and it came out this year is oh, called the no. nights like oh yeah what A-N-I. is that i've seen that so it's it's a it's about one of batman's like charges kind of like he you know how he collected all those like robins like adopted kids over the years no he did that's weird yeah. No, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like about the kids of um all the villains plus one of Batman's adopted kids. Oh, okay. The Joker has a daughter, which I mean is it's it's a true thing. Like they're not made up, but I mean it's just it's it's awful. It's like a really bad uh Batman version of Riverdale. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Not Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, I thought bad. we left that behind. I mean, I did. <laughs> I, I did too. I, I couldn't do it. I was doing an interview with um. I think it actually it's gonna be up pr- pretty soon. It might actually be up by the time this is out. But um, and it's like really fun. I did an interview with this author Thea Glassman who wrote this book about like all these teen shows, mm-hmm. and we were talking about all these different shows, and <laughs> she was talking about like. We were just talking about all these like weird ones like Seventh Heaven and like all these just like super strange ones. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, they, they definitely had like just some like super weird stuff. Like super fucking weird shit. Mm. <sighs> and Batman, like what are they going to do with, what are they going to do with DC? It's... Like, I think it's a mess now. I think they're it's both. They're both messy. Yeah. yeah, I think they're both in kind of a mess now. Oh, I don't know. That's fucking weird. 
Um, let's see. So then we find out that John Voight, I was like, John Voight, what the fuck? <laughs> this is like really stone notes. I was like, okay, so that whole chase scene where they kill Jake and break open the safe and get the money. I was like, all right, that's cool. But then they escape and then they find out that like, she's banging the sheriff Virgil too. <laughs> she's yeah. also promised him. He wasn't bad. Wasn't that Powers? Yeah. Isn't that Powers Booth? Yeah. Like he wasn't bad, but I, I just thought that was a really funny moment. Like there were really funny moments in the movie that was like really dark and everything. But like when he pulls up and then she's like, it was him. He told me that he had a gun on me and that I had to go. And he's like, what the fuck? Like Bobby's just like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah, we can be together. I got the money. And then you think he's like, you think she's going to like, you know, go with him. And Bobby's like, what the fuck? This is crazy. I knew I shouldn't have trusted her. And then she just becomes like a psychopath in the last like 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like she just becomes completely unhappy. I kind of didn't see it coming like I kind of thought they were just going to drive off into the distance and like that was going to be it but I didn't anticipate the sheriff and then there's a really cool conversation like when they're I think she just shot him and he's just like what the fuck like you're just doing this now and she's just like come on help me I gotta throw him down this ravine and then I gotta throw the other guy down this ravine and then he just she just starts talking about like what do you think happens to your spirit before you die and they were having this kind of like philosophical existential conversation that I thought was really cool. And then she also says the quote, hope is a four letter word, mm. which I thought was cool, which is probably like a good tagline for the movie because like throughout the film, Bobby has hope that he's going to get out and that he's going to get away. We didn't even talk about the fact that Bobby's on the run from some dude in Vegas that he owes 30 grand to. Right. Um, That's like the reason why he's, well, his car broke down and then this is the closest town and he kind of gets trapped there. But it's kind of like he always has hope that he's going to be able to, like, get his car fixed, that he's going to get a bus ticket. Like, he finds all these ways to try to get out of town. But, like, his mm-hmm. hope is essentially fucked, which I like that she said hope is a four-letter word. So that kind of is a little bit of a foreshadowing in that scene now that I think about it. Because after this, like, he still thinks he's going to be able to get away. Yeah. And his hope and all that, like, very quickly devolves. And the fact that when she pushes him off that cliff... Uh, I was like, whoa. And he didn't die. And he's just like, oh, please help me. I was like, this is fucked. You're going to have to throw out the keys. I can't move. I can't move. You're going to have to get the rope from the trunk and then throw it down. And she's like, yeah, um, um, I don't know. I'm not coming down there. And then you see him like look for the gun and then grab it and try to like i was like oh shit he's gonna turn on her and then when she comes down there like there was a lot of tension i feel like at that moment i really didn't know what was gonna happen i was like oh my god and she's like i'm sorry bobby i'm sorry (laughs) i was like oh my god this is weird of course like when they finally get face to face he's like broken legs whatever everything and he strangles her and you see like her life flash before her eyes and Mm. then she tries she gets her gun up and then she shoots him like right in the like lower abdomen i guess i don't know what Mm -hmm. side and he's like oh but he manages somehow to climb back up into the car and like and he's just you see him laughing like like i'm gonna get away i got this money like it's all gonna be good and then he like turns over the car and then the fucking radiator hers like bursts (laughs) (laughs) and then he's just like starts laughing and he's like "Ah, and then i do like the way the end credits came in like, it was really weird. And then it was, like, this weird helicopter shots of the canyon. And, like, and you see, like, his body. Like, he just dies there because he eventually, like, bleeds out. And then, like, so Bobby's in the car. And then the other three are, like, down in that canyon. And then you see, like, the vultures circling. And then you have, like, I guess it's, what, the Peggy Lee song that they, yeah. like, bookend the movie with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that was, like, that was, like, a highlight. I thought it was, that was really cool. But, yeah, the end was, like, entertaining. I yeah. thought the end was, like, better. And I'm glad that I also kind of really was rooting for them when he was in the car and he was like i had to, he had to go i forgot what he had to do he had to go do something um i guess it was like get his car or something and he left her to pack up the house and and the money and he comes back to her house and both cars are gone and he immediately thinks that she took off with the money and then she comes out and she's like hey and he's like oh my god i thought you were leaving and that whole conversation in the car when they are leaving town and driving out of town and she's like you know he's like i've never had much luck with women and he kind of like trauma dumps all over her kind of like tells her about like how he's never had luck with women he's never like stuck around long enough or they never have and he doesn't really know why and all this and she's like "Uh uh-huh well i love you bobby and i was like okay this kind of seems too good to be true but i'm gonna go with it (laughs) and then that's when it like falls apart when like the cop comes and then 
the, the rest of the movie. I was like, we still have 15 minutes left. What the hell could happen? Right. And of course, like, that's what could happen. I thought it was going to end. And I was like, we still have 15 minutes left. Like, what the fuck's going to happen? <laughs> so it was a nice U-turn <laughs> from, from how it started. But I'm ching. <laughs> so um yeah i mean i thought it was fun i like to watch movies that i haven't seen before that this is like kind of up my alley with like kind of a dark road movie you know some are successful some are not oh yeah for sure so yeah this one is like a a strong like d maybe mm. um so yeah i mean it's it's not like so horrible but i think it's visually worth watching because it's just shot really cool I mean, it's Oliver Stone, so it's good to get stoned maybe and watch this like late night if this is on. You know, be like, just, just watch it. it. It's no Sharon Stone. <laughs> Literally, it all comes back to scream. Your mother was no Sharon Stone. <laughs> she was flashing her shit all over town like she was fucking Sharon Stone or something. <laughs> oh God, Scream was a classic. I should wa- go watch that. I'm probably gonna go watch the new Love Island, baby. I'm watching Love Island USA. Judge me if you want, um, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I will tweet about it or thread about it or whatever the fuck people are on now. Um, yeah. Do you have any final uh, final notes? I'm still not going to Arizona. <laughs> still not going to Arizona. I would like you to sign up for the Patreon and leave us a five star <laughs> review. <laughs> Those are my closing thoughts. I don't know what we're going to do next week, but maybe it'll be something fun and maybe it'll be something we hate. Who knows? We'll see you on the next one. Yeah. See you.